0: My name is Espri Devora, host of the Women in Tech show. The show means a lot to me. The reason why I wanted to create the Women in Tech show is I wanted to create a positive piece of content, something where people can listen and say, if she can do it, so can I. To connect and collaborate with extraordinary women in tech around the world, remember to go to the Women in Tech Facebook group at womenintechvip.com. That's womenintechvip.com. The best business resource I have is my mentor's private Facebook group.
1: Hi, this is Marta Kobzavajta. I'm the founder of Elongevity. Elongevity is a consultancy company. We consult people on health optimization and investors in sourcing deals in longevity field. I also organize the monthly meetups of biohackers here in Vilnius, Lithuania. Yeah, so it's pretty recent. Uh, It was about half a year ago. I went to Riga, to Latvia, to the biohacking conference. And uh, I met there a couple of people who were actually also from Lithuania, as I was, from Vilnius. And we started talking and... We were actually together, came to this idea, why don't we do a biohacking meetup uh, in Vilnius? Because I also spend a lot of time in London and um, they also have this amazing biohacking meetup uh, group there. And so everything just kind of, you know, dots connected. I said, well, they're doing this in London. It's amazing. We can actually do something like that in Vilnius. And yeah. also my teammates, they were also thinking about this. So we just came together and we started doing it. And it's been great. Yeah. We attract a lot of people without even advertising it a lot. Actually, you know, 70 people, 90 people show up every month. So I think, you know, we also try to discuss all the most hot topics, everything that is valuable that you can really, you know, do hands-on things. You can actually go and do something after the meetup. What are some, like if you could give us five
0: tips, like biohacking tips, what are five tips? Maybe it's technologies, maybe it's ways of thinking. I mean, anything related to
1: biohacking, what would they be? Well, you know, I don't have like my own five uh, strict tips what you have to do, but I think, you You know, you have to focus on uh, noticing what you do, what you eat, how you react to things more, because people don't really take care of themselves in that way that they don't pay attention on those things. So I think you know, start noticing first, and then really make goals of what you want to do. Do you want to lose weight? Okay. Do you want to gain weight? Okay. But like, do it healthy, so you know the results are sustainable. Don't get carried away as well, because I see a lot of biohackers, unfortunately, that are taken away by numbers, they're so quantified yeah. themselves and everything that is a little bit wrong is just absolutely you know, throws them into negative state, oh, right. I, you know, I ate something wrong and then now my day is my rude, right. so don't get carried away just, you know, take it easy so this is the, you know I think the the right approach.
0: Now, I I sometimes meditate to the app Headspace and oh, yeah. it tracks how many days I meditate. Is that biohacking? Definitely, it's mind hacking. Yeah. That
1: is. Which is yeah, it's biohacking. So,
0: is biohacking essentially just tracking the success of your health both
1: physically and mentally? I don't I wouldn't call it just tracking. Okay. It's also improving and optimizing, definitely. Okay. But you know meditation whatever you use headspace or whatever uh, application is there or not even application you yeah know, the binaural beats for example some people listen to that yes. it's also very very effective yeah and so you know it's just tracking and optimizing yourself it's just really approach to that's true too I use love. focus as
0: at will to help me focus like it's a certain music as well yeah. and I just never thought of any of these things as biohacking biohacking yeah. sounds like such a scientific sounds like there's supplements involved it sounds like there's spreadsheets involved so it's not necessarily that no
1: definitely not i mean if you're not a spreadsheet person <laughs> i'm not a spreadsheet person you know? but some people are which you know it's fine but definitely there are even spirit hackers which what? what's like, a spirit hack- oh they work with energy you know it's it's not definitely a science science yeah but if it works for some people why not it's actually you know just make yourself believe that it's possible and yeah really your vibe attracts your tribe so your if you vibe change. attracts can you yes. say that again your vibe attracts your tribe that is cool say it again yeah your vibe attracts your tribe
2: Hi, this is Lisa Moyle. I'm co-founder and director of strategy at VC Innovations. We are a disruptive media startup and we work across what we would call the innovation industries, but primarily across financial services and fintech. And we're based in London, England. Yeah, I think just talk to people and learn and and listen. And for me, because I come from a financial services background, some people come into it from you know a purely tech side and they're like, yeah, I can do this. I'll use tech and I'll do it so much better. But I think you have to understand your industry, yeah. right? Whether that's financial services or, you know, the same would be true if you were going into retail or health. And I think, you know, there can be an arrogance to tech. Like I can just solve this problem but i think domain expertise domain knowledge is crucial learn the regulation cuz eventually it will come and hit you in the ass if you don't and just listen to people who have been in the industry for a long time you may want to do things differently which is the whole point but uh, you know take some time to learn from people who have been in the industry for a long time you know kind of learn who the key stakeholders are learn how the industry works and then you can come in and probably solve problems much better
0: and what insights would you give someone an American specifically, looking to move from America, and let's just say to London. What's a couple of things you wish you knew that you know now?
2: <laughs> Gosh, that's such. A, I was just telling someone yesterday at FinTech Inn that when you first get to London, you're like, okay, well, you know, things look a little bit different, but, you know, we all speak English. It's not that much of a difference. And someone told me years ago, you'll think that in the first year, and then you'll be here for a few years, and you'll think, actually, this place doesn't make any sense. <laughs> So, you know, like anywhere, you kind of have to take the time to figure out how things work, Mm -hmm. right? Like what the drivers are you know, what the kind of key people that you need to know are. So sometimes, you know, if you come as an English speaker, you would think, yeah, no, it's all the same. I got it sorted. It's not the same. It's like if you go to any other country, you know, you mentioned Indonesia, If we go to yeah. Indonesia. You need to learn the lay of the land. Yeah. And I think the same is true if you're coming to set up in London or if you're coming to set up in Vilnius, wherever you go. And Take some time and like, you know, do your research.
0: And it's also the culture of communication. Yeah. For instance, even tonight, I was calling a person by a name. And I meant like no harm in it. And it was I was calling another American by a nickname. And one of my friends didn't know if I was being insulting. And and I wasn't. But I stopped with the nickname because I understood that they were just being respectful to their, friend, you know, and it was interesting. I was like, oh, wow. Like in another culture, you don't even know when you're
2: joking. Yeah. yeah. I mean that's the thing about, you know, some things just don't translate from yeah. one to the other. Yeah. It's like you said, some Sometimes you just have to take the time, listen and learn. Yeah, you're going to make mistakes. Just like if you encounter someone who's from somewhere else in London or wherever, you know, in the U.S., you know, some of the things they say might be clunky or just seem a bit. uh -uh. Yeah. But, you know, you probably have a certain sympathy with them. Yeah. So it's just take the time, listen, learn. Don't just go in like, I know how to do everything better because where I come from, we do it like this. Yeah. And I think that's true. You know, if you're going to London or wherever you're going, take some time, listen. And learn
0: It's funny tonight one of the Lithuanians was saying he lived in San Francisco for three years and he said the first advice he got from a venture capitalist when he got to San Francisco he said, don't ask for permission. ask for forgiveness. yeah, yeah. like that's such an American way of yeah. doing that you know and so like when I was in England a, a few months ago, I had to learn the dynamics of it was hard. Yeah,
2: because it, it seems was really like it hard. should be easy. But then after a while, you realize, OK, well, it's just a little bit different. Like yeah. The way they communicate, the way you ask questions, yeah. you know, it's, it's just a little bit different. And you still have to be like your authentic self. And most people will be fine with that. But, you know, my thing is always just take a little time to like stand back, listen and learn. Yeah. And that serves you well in the long run.
3: This is uh, Yekaterina Zvarikina. I'm founder of uh, Meet Me. Uh, It's a biotech startup that specializes on mitochondrial health. We have an algorithm that uh, gives you personalized recommendations uh, based on your mitochondrial analysis. We're based in Moscow, Russia. To believe in myself more, because I think for women in tech, it's really important to believe in yourself. Uh, When I've been here in Baltic Sandbox, I think all the meetings, they were so different in comparison to just general uh, startup meetings. For example, if somebody has a question to the audience, it's silent because women are so insecure about just if I will be stupid with this answer. They're always silent. And it's really great that we have this opportunity here to be more confident. Where can people find out more and connect with you online? Uh, for now, I have my personal uh, page and do you can, it. Sh- gonna- yeah, share with everybody. No, it's LinkedIn. What is it? LinkedIn, LinkedIn is fine. Name. And can you spell your name for everybody? Yeah, Katerina Svorikina. Why? Um, uh, and we'll include it in the show
0: notes as well, so you can all find oh, her. Yeah, no worries. So in the program of Baltic
3: Soundbox, is this your first accelerator that you've been a part of? I've been in accelerators with uh, different projects in Russia about genomics. But uh, in Europe, yeah. It's my first time.
0: What's one thing about Baltic Soundbox that has been different than the other accelerators you've been a part of?
3: I think it's more like a family style. It's a really so untoxic. There is no competition. All the other startups are really nice. And yeah. we give a lot of advices to each other. And the mentors are really nice. Definitely. What is your
0: favorite tech tool, software, hardware, mobile app? Just one of them, a website could be productivity, something that you use all the time.
3: Actually, I think I use a lot of math lab. It's a technical thing for statistics. Math lab? Yeah. Is it an app or a website? It's a, a, a tool for computer for programming. Math for, lab? Yeah, for statistics because I use it for my job. Or Also, I do some designing for uh, scientific uh, papers, uh, so I use a lot of uh, Photoshop. <laughs> And if somebody wants to follow the steps that you've walked
0: in to get to where you are today, like if they want to master statistics and really embrace the world of mathematics, what would you suggest that they do? Should they go outside of school? Is there certain books or resources that you've studied to help you get to where you are today?
3: Mm, I think it's uh, Coursera. Of course, it's obvious. Uh, Coursera. Yeah. I can found, you tell us uh, what Coursera is? It's um, the website where you can find a lot of online courses from different universities. So just uh, I-, I found some courses in Russian because it's easier for me in uh, programming, and I just uh, ran through it. And of course, uh, be curious, do some uh, stuff that is really interesting to you. Try to code something that you really need, that you really like, because doing some real life use cases is really important, and you don't need to have a master's degree in programming to work in this field and uh, of course you need it a lot.